Hey, everybody, we're back. It's January 2nd. And this is our prediction show for the year. We have so many predictions to get through. I don't want to belabor it here because it's such a great show. So yeah, should we, we just kick this spicy off? Spicy takes. We got easy takes. We got tech takes. Let's just mm. get right into it. Here's what we think is going to happen this year. It's going to be a great show. Stick with us. This Week in Startups is brought to you by Notion is one place for notes, docs, projects, and everyday work that goes way beyond a wiki. Get started for free at Notion.com slash Jason. And Broker's startup insurance program helps startups secure the most important types of insurance at a lower cost and with less hassle. Save up to 20% off of traditional insurance today at Embroker.com slash twist. While you're there, get an extra 10% off using offer code twist and FitBod. Tired of doing the same workouts at the gym? FitBod will build you personalized workouts that help you progress with every set. Get 25% off your subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbod.me twist. All right, everybody, it's our 2023 predictions episode. This is where Molly and I will make some predictions about what's going to happen this year. Happy That's New right. Year, everybody. Happy it's New January Year, everybody. Second. I got my Martinelli's. I'm ready to rock. All right. Yeah, here Do we go. Predictions. Do some predictions. <laughs> okay. Let's just get right to it. Let's we don't do need it. to do a big preamble here. Let's what, what's go. our first category for predictions? All right. So we are taking some of the categories from the twisties, if you listen mm -hmm. to that episode, and bringing yes. them over. So for example, we mm -hmm. gave an award to the main character of 2022. And now we want to look at who do we think is going to be mm -hmm. a or even the main ah. character of 2023, the person who dominates the conversation in the tech world, the tech startups, crypto, whatever that world might be. Mm. We have some okay. candidates pre-filled, but then we can uh, chat about it. Ideas include Carolyn Ellison, the poison right. ivy of the SBF and FTX story, because she's going to probably testify against Sam Bankman-Fried. We, of course, yeah, have sure. Sam Bankman-Fried himself. I think you could argue is yeah, of course that could likely be one, to be yeah. a big character. Bob Iger uh, coming back to um, Disney is one. Elon yeah. at Twitter Elon. is one yep. uh, that easily comes to mind. Do we think Adam Newman will be back in the news? Eh, Maybe. I'm not so sure his vision of the world is going to be like, you know, the flow, what flow apartments. It mm. seems like, okay, yeah. if he succeeds, great. A bunch of young people are living in cool apartments. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, uh, some, one might argue OpenAI and Microsoft could be the main character. Uh, yep. We you talked about that. definitely make that argument. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have a little bit of a wild card here. Ooh. It's, it's adjacent to SBF. I think Gary Gensler, uh, the head of the SEC, mm. is going to drop a lot of crypto um, legislation on this. And then I think the other main character, I mean, I, I hate to get political here, but, you know, then there's also, you know, Jerome Powell and what happens with interest rates, right? Yeah. So those are two main characters that I'm watching, but I'm going to go with Gary Gensler. I like that. SEC. I like that. Yeah, yeah I that's was. the one I'm watching. So that's really interesting because I was going to say that I think a, uh, a, a main character to consider is a Republican House of Representatives. Mm. which is coming in somewhat hostile to big tech for various reasons, right? It's oh. like you have both parties hostile for different reasons, but you've got this kind of new cast of characters coming in with whoever the House speaker mm. turns out being. You've got the potential for 
hearings and you know committees so you could go and, lena khan right you could just say lena khan maybe i could go lena khan exactly yeah. you could go Main klobuchar character. if that antitrust bill actually mm. makes any progress so i wouldn't okay. count out i wouldn't count out the the you know <laughs> the deep state the congress or the regulatory uh framework in the u.s so who but, do you got you got to make a decision here molly who is your I do have main to make character a decision 2023 i think i think it's elon I think okay. the main character continues yeah. to be Elon in 2023. I think it's with, an easy choice. Um, I, I went with the wild card. Elon would be the easy one for me to say, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm close to it. So it was easier for me to go with Gary Gensler. Exactly. Most anticipated trend for 2023. <laughs> okay. Most anticipated trend for yep. 2023. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I think this is going to be a really rough year because of the recession. I think it's, you know, there's, is it a soft landing, a hard landing? Somewhere in between is probably the likely case. I think it's going to be three more quarters of chaos. I've always said six quarters was my prediction. Mm -hmm. And that was quarters two, three, and four, which means it's going to be one, two, and three of this year. So yeah. I think the trend is going to be austerity and focus. So the age of excess giving to the age of austerity um, or focus. I don't know how which one I would, maybe I'll just combine them. The age mm -hmm. of austerity and focus is the trend who can be the most focused and you know spend the least amount of money to make the biggest impact i think that's the trend for startups in this next year yeah i it's gonna be think hard. i know yeah no i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be hard i think there's gonna but i i do agree with you you know nick has been banding about this phrase less silly more dilly as mm. in more diligence sure governance diligence that's a good one and i think and hope that that is in fact that you know i think that there could be some soul searching and even some but if i have to if i have to to distill what you have said into i think my trend for 2023 it's accountability and maybe this is like wishful thinking <laughs> but i i think one of the ways that we have gotten so astray in general in tech mm -hmm. right in in the the spending and the investing that created this kind of culture of entitlement and just like bizarre valuations and all of that was that nobody was ever held accountable when they made those mm. mistakes yeah and there were some big vc whiffs in 2022 mm. there were some big governance whiffs mm. some government whiffs mm. some management whiffs i think that we are going to start to see people have their feet held to the fire and i congratulate actually sequoia for starting that trend mm. in the wake of ftx by apologizing to lps yeah, we could have done better. Firing, diligence. Yeah. firing an investor, mm. like getting rid of one of the people who worked on that deal who was not yeah. involved in that governance. And so I actually do think we might start to see a little bit of a return to like, when you do something wrong, you are held accountable for it or you take so, responsibility. Your most anticipated trend of 2023 is accountability. I like mm -hmm. it. I think we're both uh, going Hope with very, eternal. Yeah. Okay. Surprising <laughs> shutdown of 2023. Things yeah. that we might shut down. Yeah. I sadly have um, a company I think that could have a um, a shutdown in a fire sale. And I think that company is Peloton. Peloton. Think I know, I was going, like, I think we're thinking of the same one. And I, I, I don't want that, but I do yeah. think, you know, it's just people are in a recession, a $3,000 gym item, a $40, what is it now, $44 or $34? They, they raised it a couple of bucks. Yeah. Yeah, even myself, I was thinking about getting another machine for up here, you know, at 
um, the ski house. And I'm like, nah, I'll just go to the the local gym or whatever. I'll just ski. I'm not going to get another machine. And I, you know, it's not a logical choice. It's an emotional choice for me. I just don't want to add expense right now. So yeah. I'm looking at my personal balance sheet. I'm looking at the corporate balance sheet. I just don't want to expense. And that's a big ticket item. That's a big expense. 40 bucks a month, $500 a year, plus two or $3,000 for one of these devices. I, and I think that they're running out of money. So, you know, I think BuzzFeed was the other one I think was like in serious trouble on the media side. So BuzzFeed Peloton-ish feels really troubling, yeah. but I'll go with Peloton. BuzzFeed is my second surprising shutdown of 2020 or fire sale, including fire sale in that. Yeah, totally. I Corporate think shutdown, somebody buys the asset. I think I'm 100% with you on Peloton. And I wouldn't yeah. even say that's like going to be a surprising shutdown. Mm -hmm. Like I hate to say. Um, yeah. I suspect, and I haven't exactly decided which one, but I think we might see another surprising media shutdown. Like mm. BuzzFeed again is very much on that list, mm. but you know, the way that kind of Politico or a uh, protocol just went poof. Yeah. I would not be entirely shocked if something like yeah. an Axios, right? Something that you thought was like, okay, mm. just went yeah. out because I mean, that media landscape is getting so hard and so they fractured were sold, and though, so they're part of a bigger institution right they so you think they but would that say, bigger but institution might just be like i mean like what's the value of like a, a huffington post today right like that was been that's been sold twice maybe or business insider has been sold mm -hmm. so you could see like some of those brands somebody might say you know what maybe we'll sunset this brand or maybe it's yeah. just like an seo play we'll just let it slowly uh die out so you know there's death watch and then there's um like um hospice watch right yeah. like where you just like let a company kind of slowly die okay let's go to bag secure yeah let's do it this one for me i have a little bit of a wild card i think the bag secure is going to be tiktok shareholders but i have to explain mm -hmm. why please do i believe that the chinese owners of this company are going to um under threat of having it banned in the u.s are going to sell it Mm -hmm. And it's going to become an American company. It's too big to let it die. And I think now we have bipartisan support. We've basically woken up to the fact that this is Chinese spyware on everybody's phones. And it's incredibly, an incredible user experience. And it's incredibly addicting. And our Cold War with China, that's replacing mm -hmm. the Cold War with Russia, because Russia has been essentially, I don't want to say neutered, but, you know, there's a thing, I think we realize they're a waning failed state in many ways mm -hmm. that you know the china the cold war with china what do you do if you own tiktok shares y yeah. you can't let them go to zero and if they get kicked out of the u.s it's a zero so i think the chinese investors uh which probably include the government probably own some of those shares or get some yeah. benefit from them uh taxes whatever i think they're just gonna sell it so i think everybody who owns shares in that is just gonna make a huge payday huge mm -hmm. payday TikTok shareholders. I believe it goes public at the end of the year. Fascinating. Yeah. Or okay. get sold to somebody, merged with somebody, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't disappear from the US market. No. Is your No, that's a I big, think it's too big. That's a, that's a good take. To ban. Yeah. Too big to I mean, ban. I agree. You know, I agree. I, yeah. I cannot imagine. And also, I think you give away way too many votes um, by doing that as anybody as any politician like no politicians put their name on that secure? you know who's your bank well, secure so that's funny because i was going to say that i think meta could oh. end up being the bag securer mm. as the recipient of the ah. weakening of tiktok 
this like okay. deliberate yeah, campaign to, to weaken TikTok. Right. So it's like almost the opposite. So even though I kind of don't think it's going to get banned, I wouldn't put it past, you know, either like new rules or changes to the algorithm or forcing a sale in a way that that people don't like. And I think that actually Instagram specifically could end up reaping the benefit mm. of all the upheaval at Twitter, of kind of a mm. lack of like really viable competition. Like everybody's been saying, you know, as the if if you're looking for a social media alternative, how funny is it that no one ever mentions Facebook? Yeah. But okay. Instagram is making moves in that department. And so if TikTok gets banned, then Instagram is a bag holder, in my opinion. I'll tell you what I like also about your bag holder, your um bag securer for bag Facebook. Securer. Even if you Sorry. take out TikTok. Secure. The fact that the stock went from 90 or so when I bought it at 94 to 115 or something when he made those 10,000 layoffs, the back channel is there's another rift going on quietly. Mm. And it's a performance based rift and it will also be 10 to 15%. And that means I think meta will go to $200 a share again, maybe yeah. 150 to 200 a share in the next six to 12 months. So we'll be sitting here a year from now with $150 to $200 share of meta. I think it's a great trade. Yeah. Um, I, may, I may lean into it, even though I bought at 94 and it's at 118 now, I may put more into it. If that is in fact true, the back channel that we're hearing, the rumblings yeah. of this, you know, gentleman's riff, uh, performance-based gentleman's riff, not back to office riff, uh, that to me. So I like your back secure, but for a different reason. And I like yeah. that we have counter uh, 70-30, probably 60-40, who knows who's right on the TikTok issue. But don't count out meta. They're going to secure the back. Hey, listen, if you want your business to be more productive, more cost efficient, and you want to have more impact, you want to do more with less, you need to use Notion. We run our entire business at launch on Notion. Just a quick story. I was looking at a CRM solution because we track thousands of startups every year. And I looked at some, you know, specifically uh, designed CRM software for venture capitalists. It turned out they were wildly expensive. And then somebody on my team said, you know, in Notion, you can create databases. People are already keeping their notes there. Why don't we try building our own CRM inside of Notion where we're already all logged in and working every day? It turned out in six weeks, we built the perfect system at a fraction of the cost. It works better. And this is why Notion is changing the world. It is one of the most powerful tools I've ever seen. Whether you're starting a new gym routine, organizing a trip with your friends, or even planning your company's goals, Notion is a flexible, collaborative workspace that helps you make meaningful progress in every part of your life. And I do use it for personal stuff. Get started in seconds by choosing from thousands of templates for every task, then make it your own. From to-do lists to OKR trackers and so much more, Notion lets you build the exact system you want so you can work the way you work best. So here's your CTA, a quick call to action. Get started with a free Notion account at notion.com slash Jason, my name, notion.com slash Jason. Make sure Jason is in all lowercase, notion.com slash J-A-S-O-N to get started for free right now. All right, app or tech breakout 2023. What do you got, Mo? What app or technology is going to break out in 2023? Consumers are going to embrace it in some very large way. There's a lot of obvious ideas here. What do you Right. Have? I mean, obviously, there's AI. Right? Like, you've got... I, I thought that 2022 would be the year mm. of... Um, mRNA vaccines. We actually got sure. very, very close, I think, to an HIV vaccine in 22. I think they're like on the cusp of mm. literally creating a vaccine for HIV and a cure, which would be incredible. But I think that medical breakthroughs end up taking a lot longer. 
than we mm. often think. So I'm not ready to declare that for 23. But now that we have mm. tools like ChatGPT and whatever Google's going to do, and I suspect that they will be prodded into releasing whatever they've got, mm. either speeding up development on AI, or if the rumors are true that they have a ChatGPT killer that they've just been too afraid to release, mm. I think they they do it. I think they okay. set it out into the wild and it changes everything. Yeah, I think it's text-based AI um, augmentation of humans. The notion, uh, which we went over in a recent episode, notion adding, uh, you know, that level of AI is yeah. truly astounding. The results, uh, you know, it starts on second base if you're writing a blog post or a memo, whatever it is, or you see it in your Gmail where it gives you the next two or three words. Both of those we're going to see um, expand into actual usage. So when we're talking about a breakout, I would love to say it's Apple's AR goggles. But those Apple goggles are going to be 2000 3000 bucks, whatever the Facebook ones are, it's going to be for elite developers and you mm -hmm. know, um, people who on the technology cycle are early adopters, like really avant garde, you know, really early adopters. And so the tip of the spear type people. So I think, you know, we might be sitting here in 24 saying, AR is being adopted, I think 23 is going to be about text based. Uh, and developer, which, you know, code is text as well. So those two code and writers are going to be using not just chat GPT, that just happens to be the best execution of it. Right. I think just what there's another exactly. Yeah, there'll yeah. be there'll be 10 of them. And I don't know that any one person wins the day on it. So we are in agreement on that most shocking. And I guess the way they phrase this is shocking. You could also say notable. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll edit this on the fly to say notable slash shocking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. newsworthy CEO resignation or return, right? We saw uh, Bob Iger come back to Disney. That would have been for last year, obviously the most notable slash shocking. Is there going to be one of those? If there is one of those yeah. in 2023, Molly, who would it be for you? I have two options. Okay. I think that despite, actually not even despite, hmm. related to what I said about Meta being securing the bag, in 2023 it would not surprise me if you see mark zuckerberg ah. change his role dramatically like either ah. spin off metaverse and oculus and make it its own company and become mm. the ceo of that ah. or retire completely and start something new in that space or be pushed out mm. like i don't know but i feel like this is the year when his mm. role could change big time and it would be yeah. shocking without a I mean, doubt. the obvious one is bezos coming back right i don't think that's going to happen he's having a great time he seems so i don't see it i saw a tweet the other day that was like you know a lot of ceos seem to be having a hard time with retirement but he's really has ridden off into the sunset <laughs> living his best uh, life <laughs> okay what here's what i want to know what is cheryl sandberg going to be the ceo of in 2023 like i, I think could she's see going her to be showing yeah. up as a shocking ceo choice i would i would i think more likely is to see her um, be part of uh, the cabinet of the next administration. I think mm. that's maybe a more likely possibility. Yeah. Um, now I know some people feel like maybe the well's been poisoned because of, you know, Cambridge Analytica or whatever. I think people have a short memory. They just remember that she worked at this incredible organization and that she's incredibly well spoken. So I would see her becoming, you know, uh, a Treasury Secretary, Secretary of State. I don't know which one of those, but something in an administration mm. I could see her doing. I mean, here's a crazy one. Um, I wonder if given what's happening with chat GPT to, to mm -hmm. bundle these issues together, 
if Sundar might um, maybe make a move out of Google, maybe, yeah. you know, uh, and so I, I do think that whatever's happening at this moment, um, then could have some impact on Google with ChatGPT. Uh, and, you know, that's very not interesting. Making the cuts at Google, maybe Google stock flounders, maybe Sundar does his decade and moves on. Who knows? Uh, he's and maybe been with it's Google less, since 2004. You're describing it as somewhat voluntary, but maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe, I mean, a lot of these I mean, things maybe might the pressure be, grows because he doesn't seem to be a particularly dynamic. He's not pushing the envelope at Google and the competition is coming. The ad market is softening. Yes. Could be All a year for change together. there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's, one. I'm not saying he should. I'm not saying I want him to. I'm not saying he deserves it. I'm just saying right. change can happen voluntarily or it could just be the passing of the torch. You know, like maybe he's 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 had his run and, you know, maybe it's he wants to do something else. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that's going to happen with Tim Cook. I don't think it's happening with Satya. But Sundar and the state of Google, maybe change would be good for everybody. So that's a, just a wild card there. Bezos, I don't think so. Uh, the obvious one is, uh, you know, uh, Elon naming a CEO of Twitter, which right. in 2022, he said he's going to. So Cheryl. that would be Cheryl. most notable, but not surprising. Can you imagine if he named Cheryl? I'm just saying, I, that's my, like, no I want that to happen. That would be amazing. Not possible. Yeah. It would just be so exciting. It would be, but I just don't think it would happen. Yeah. Um, but you never know. Who knows? Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure that wouldn't happen, but it would be pretty exciting. Okay. Most anticipated technology for 2023. This is an easy one for me. Yeah. It's an easy one for me because we had Mark from Bloomberg on so many times talking about Apple's air goggles. Totally. And they said it was supposed to come this year, but got pushed back. You know, this is going to drop, you know, at any point in time in 2023. And I use the Facebook ones that have the pass through. Mm -hmm. And it does change the experience, I will admit. And they're very powerful. And I my motion sickness seemed to take maybe 30 or 40 minutes to click kick in and I took them off. I was playing a Star Wars game and just at some point I just took them off. I'm like, this is getting nauseous. But I did last 30, 30 minutes, which I'd never done before. Yeah. So I feel like In this VR. technology is is getting better and better. I don't know what the application is, but yeah. AR is going to be the solution. I want AR so bad. Like I will run, I will sprint toward AR. Hmm. I just, I want to be able to have- For which use a, case? Like a screen- I mean, I just want it for my like a like an implant in my eyeball that's like, oh, okay, I'm walking toward my United flight, and here's the mm. flight data right here, and then ah. here's the like the map display. of the terminal. I want basically a heads up display on my mm. face all the time. And so, if Apple's AR glasses come out in 2023 and they're even mm. close to that, yeah, I will be stoked. Yeah, I mean, I would like to also have them for uh, replacing my desktop. So, you know, you're on the road. And you have a keyboard with you and like literally you just bring, you know, a keyboard and that's mm -hmm. in your backpack. And then your keyboard has a processor that and it connects to your goggles. And then I'm typing on my keyboard and I got my mouse. But you know, I am finally doing um, what they did in that uh, Tom Cruise film, uh, Minority Report. Minority Report. You know, I'm moving the monitors around and we saw that in a Facebook demo. Although I, it wasn't a live one, it was just a, I think that like a screen grab uh, or screen picture of a woman in front of three monitors mm -hmm. that were virtual, you know, in other words, the headset was projecting them, but she could see the rest of the world. And that to me, the virtual desktop, without the physical monitors, think about what that could do for the world. Yeah, you don't have to produce monitors anymore. Yeah. I'm, monitors I mean, go I away. Love it. And monitors are hugely climate intensive. And like, they're just like, That's they're pretty electronic neat. waste. Okay, but I have a different one, actually. Oh, like, you have I'm a different with one. You. I do. Okay. 
But for me, the most anticipated technology of 2023, this is so nerdy and right up my alley, is bi-directional charging. Explain what that is. It is vehicle to grid uh, charging. So we're it. starting to see car makers, like EV mm-hmm. makers, announce the, uh, and in fact, it exists already in the Ford Lightning, where you can power your house with your car. So we mm-hmm. are seeing, like, as we're talking right now, the bomb cyclone has blanketed the United States, like millions of homes are without power. It's more and more obvious that if extreme weather is this much of a strain on the grid, we do not have the infrastructure for everyone to have an EV in their driveway. But Mm. once everybody has an EV in their driveway, they have a little freaking power plant. And so more and more car makers are starting to roll in bi-directional charging, as in you either take power from your house or you put power back into it. And I just think this is that, you know how I'm about decentralization as the future of everything. Sure. This is a huge decentralizing energy storage game changer. I think what that's going to do also in 23, but it's going to be huge. Think about Texas when they had that freeze over and their grid just went down for whatever number of days people died. Yeah. You know, if you were in your house and you had a Tesla or a Rivian or whatever car in your driveway, Mm -hmm. or if you have two of them, Mm -hmm. you know, like you might just plug your car into your house and at least be able to keep the pipes warm, keep your electric heater running. Yeah. Um, and you're just, you're good to go. It's uh, and we're seeing I mean, it's literally all over the place. Batteries full of energy. And in yeah. fact, there, you know, we recently in California, we had a bunch of earthquakes, just like a little, there was a really big one in Humboldt County and then some little shakers mm. around the Bay Area. And I'll tell you, the first thing I did was go and make sure my car was charged because it's mm. cold right now. Yeah. And my car is just a big old battery that could keep me warm for a day if I needed it to. Yeah. Listen, I've been dealing with business insurance for three decades, I kid you not. Switching providers has always been a nightmare. Too expensive, takes too much time, and and often doesn't guarantee you're going to get any better coverage. But now, you can make switching radically simple with Embroker. Embroker is the perfect destination for industry-tailored commercial insurance. It's business insurance specifically for startups. Yes, you're listening to This Week in Startups. That's why they're here. That's why we're here. Embroker's single application will help your startup get four quotes or four lines of coverage in but 15 minutes. They match you with expert brokers for unmatched service that goes well beyond your policy. And listen, Embroker is so amazing. I use it. Again, it's just like a testimonial here. I use it. I love it. My team loves it. Makes life easy. Try Embroker today with the code TWIST and you get 10% off their startup package in broker.com slash twist in broker e-m-b-r-o-k-e-r.com slash twist and use that promo code twist for 10 percent off we love the product thanks for supporting us for so many years here at this week in startups okay most anticipated media for 2023 oh my god what very interesting yeah huh. okay and by media of course we mean movies tv shows Yes. New projects. We've talked a lot about what Zaslav's like doing. We need Lon. <laughs> we need Lon for this. Should we get him to? We should get him to leave us a voice memo. Yeah, leave us a <laughs> voice memo. Okay. So my pick, most anticipated for me, is Indiana Jones Five. Obviously, grew up on it. Love Temple of Doom, even though it's dark and sadistic and crazy. My twelve-year-old boy, you know, fifteen-year-old boy, seeing that film was just like, this is incredible. I don't know exactly what year it came out in, but I loved it. I loved all the Indiana Jones series, even you know the crazy crystal skull one uh so i can't wait i, I can't wait that. uh, for really indiana jones i like ashoka too she's one of my favorite characters having three daughters she's a very unique yeah. uh, character that people don't know in the star wars canon because she was the padawan to anakin skywalker who became darth vader 
She has two white lightsabers. She made some cameos in The Mandalorian. And uh, they're going to have a whole series based on her. She is a very important character because she um, is not a Jedi. She got trained as a Jedi, but she left the Jedi Order. And she's uh, essentially what a samurai would consider a Ronin. She doesn't have an affiliation with the Jedi, although she comes from the Jedi, and she's not a Sith. She yeah. just is an independent, force-wielding, Jedi-trained person. And so both of those she are big for me. What about cool. you? I'm going to go with, I really want to see who develops the FTX story and who they mm -hmm. cast to play Carolyn Ellison has not been announced yet, but I'm stoked to see it. And then, uh, cause I'm weirdly obsessed with Carolyn, Carolyn going you into are. 2023. Like, really am. You think she's the mastermind. I think That's she's what the silent like killer. She's the master. Yeah. She's like, uh, she's like mm. Christine at Disney. Uh, Ooh, yes. She knifed right. Chapek all the way through, but dude, like Jerry. succession, succession yeah. season four, like oh, Jerry. Right season four so it's season three like i don't know where they're possibly gonna go hmm. with season four but as a person who like worked in one of the media empires that may or may not being be occasionally portrayed here hmm. like there were it was like it's either the murdoch empire or it's the redstones but there's so much dishy crappy murdoch, media yeah. stuff in there that frankly yeah, I like that i just cannot wait for succession to come uh, succession would be high on my list as well okay let's Can't do wait. some over-unders molly over-unders okay the producer set the line for the sentence mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, over under 30.5 for SBF. Fairly easy for me. I'm taking the over. I think he gets life. I know I'm crazy. Yeah. I wow. think the sentence is over 30.5. I'm going for the life sentence. Maybe with good behavior, he gets out a little early, but yeah, I think the sentence itself, hundred, you know, years kind of like Madoff kind of got 150 or something crazy like that. I think it's going to yeah. be in that range interesting life in prison definitely gonna, over 30 i'm gonna go with the under okay because i think the dan although the dollar amounts are high mm. the damage isn't that widespread you don't have like retirees mm. you know with having lost everything like he didn't wipe out i think that the there's going to be a, a question of the harm got it and that the sentencing will be commensurate sure okay carolyn ellison Mm -hmm. over under 10.5 year sentence what do you got over or under because she flipped she flipped yeah she flipped early she flipped early and her name has not shown up on as many things mm. so i'm going to take the under on that one too i think she's i think, under. I think, I think she's my gonna girl's get, getting seven and a half i was gonna say seven eight huh? yeah it feels like yeah. she's gonna she's gonna get a light sentence for flipping and giving the goods yeah Okay, Oppenheimer is the new uh, Christopher Nolan movie over under seven hundred fifty million at the box office. What? Uh, that's a big number. Nothing's making seven hundred fifty million at the box no, office. No, I mean Maverick made two billion, right? Avatar. So that's like over the course of the year. It's the total box office. Yeah, total it's usually a year office. global box yeah. office. I'm gonna go over on that. I, it's by a hair. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go over. Okay, people are excited to get back to the movies. I think so. I think it's like, um, especially for spectacles. Okay. How many months left of recession starting on January 1st? Over under 21 months. Okay. It does not end before after Q4 of 2024. I'm taking the under. I think we'll be in the recession for three or four quarters in 2023. And then we'll be out of it by Q1. So I'm going to say under 21 months. Yeah, I'm going under also. I think that we are already in the recession and have been. So I actually yeah. think we have time served. Yeah, I mean, we have and growth, then we're going to come out, right? But we also have. It's clear we're in some sort of down market. It's a it's a hard to define recession. So it is, yeah. 
And China's letting her rip with COVID right now. God help them. Here we go. Hottest take so. for 2023. Okay, hottest take. Mm-hmm. What is your hottest take for 2023? I have a hot take, but I'll, let's see if you have one. I can filibuster for you or I can let you go. I have a super random hot take that's not related to tech, which is that by 2023, we're going to be talking about like rearranging the American schedule to move winter holidays to the summer and to take time off in the winter. Yeah, I think that this this year of like sickness and viruses and weather disruption um, is going to start a national conversation about like flipping the year. Mm, fascinating but my real okay. prediction okay Here my real, real hot prediction. take is that it's not even that hot i i just think that like enough with the crypto mishogana a bunch yeah. of the money that went into crypto sure like some of it's going to go to ai but i think climate is going to be the investing opportunity of 23 and beyond like without yeah. question without question it's the next bubble i think um my hottest take this is for hottest take for 2023 i think 2023 is going to be the best vintage of venture investing uh, in the last, you know, 10 years, uh, and maybe even going forward a couple years, 23 and 24. Those two years are when the next Google's Uber's, etc. will be available for purchase, whether they companies already exist, and they're in year three or four, you Mm -hmm. know, of their existence, or they get started in those years, it is going to be the best time to deploy capital as a private market investor so that's why i'm super excited about 2023 those people brave enough to invest in companies i think will be rewarded those people brave enough to run companies or make the cuts to keep their companies alive will be rewarded so the best time to build and place bets that's my hottest take for 2023 in the recession i know it's crazy to think about deploying capital into startups in a recession but I learned this in 29, 2010, you know, it's kind of made my bones. Mm-hmm. So there it is. That's my hot take. I also think Trump's going to win it. Uh, the nomination. I think Trump's going to surge. And I think he's going to beat DeSantis. And that's not what I want. But I just, I'm sorry to put a lemon. Huh. Uh, it looked like you just got well, the lemon. I mean, no, I think he's going to go to jail. So. Okay. So there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a good time take. That's actually. <laughs> Right, the, it's either a really, nightmare for my libs. actual hottest take is that it's a nightmare for libs or it's going to be <laughs> dancing in the streets god i mean that might be a nightmare for libs too but like him going to jail is not a nightmare for libs but him winning the nomination this is you know the debate i had with Sachs. i think that's you know, awesome for libs. when i bring up trump mm-hmm. he wants me to stop talking about trump on the all-in pod because mm-hmm. you know they really are concerned that if Trump wins the nomination, they lose the election, right? Exactly. So, it's great for Libs if he wins the nomination. It's great for Libs, which is why Libs backed some Trump candidates, right? They gave donations in like a couple of those states mm-hmm. to kind of get <laughs> literally Democrats cynically yep. backed I love Trump to see candidates it. knowing that they would lose. <laughs> it's so genius. Exactly. It's so sinister. It's, it's actually, so sinister. So actually, how do you feel about that? I'm like, it's the most cynical thing I could ever imagine. Well played. Like, yeah. Well <laughs> like, played. Okay, fair exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love these right. competing takes though. This is a good, this is a good one. Does he win or does he go to jail or both? I, w- it w- I, mean, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I would like not the TikTok put it past, debate. I wouldn't put it past today's, uh, today's Republican party to nominate the guy even if he's indicted and in jail. 
I, I think he's if running. If he's indicted, for sure. I don't think he's I mean, really clearly, running. Clearly he's, he's running. Really running. He's he running. Doesn't have, he doesn't have a campaign. To not get indicted. Because he can oh, be yeah. like, I'm running, can't indict me. He's dreaming. You know? Yeah. You know I've been on a health kick over the past year. And part of that health kick is the greatest fitness app in the world, Fit. Bod. And if you're listening to me right now, you probably care about optimization, right? Saving time, doing things perfectly, and data-driven solutions. You know what? Fitness hasn't had these things until FitBod. FitBod is a data-driven workout app. It blends machine learning with exercise science. They create a custom dynamic program for you based on your fitness goals, based on your experience, and think about this, your available equipment, right? Maybe you're in a hotel, maybe you're at an Airbnb, maybe you're at a blue ground, and you need to use the equipment you have. They're gonna maximize your fitness gains by varying the intensity and the volume between sessions as well. And they make these beautiful visualizations of your body and how utilized your muscles are. So let's check out this demo. Let's say I wanna get a 30 minute workout in and I wanna work on my chest, triceps and my abs, but I'm staying at some you know rental and there's no equipment. Well, they'll create a perfectly optimized workout based on those parameters. Let's say I'm in another you know hotel and they got a bunch of kettlebells. Well, you go to another location and you got those pulley machines. They're going to make a perfect workout for you. It's amazing. It is one of the most beautiful apps ever made. They get featured by Apple all the time. FitBod takes the guesswork out of fitness. Just open the app and start making progress. Get 25% off your FitBod subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbod.me slash twist. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash twist for 25% off. In venture capital category. Let's do a couple Will of these. This is any VCs, a yes or no question. Is it Will any VCs be charged in a crypto-related crime, Molly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charged. This isn't found charged. guilty. This no. is charged. I say yes. Because it's a charge. Now mm-hmm. they could settle. So right. it could be the I'm gonna interpret this as the threat of a charge or a settlement. Yeah. In the same way we saw Kim Kardashian settle. Okay. Right? So, in other words, an SEC action against a VC. Yeah. I say yes. I say yes. I also say yes. Hmm. I really do. I think, I think that the, the token shenanigans and, and Gensler is making it very clear hmm. that his position is, I told you the rules. And if you did not follow those rules, that is on you. These are securities. Hmm. Okay. Will total you. VC capital raise from LPs fall off a cliff in 2023? Through Q3 of 2022, 593 VC ra- funds raised $150 billion. Pitchbook did. Mm-hmm. Compared, Compared to, to 20, 2021, $1,100 raised almost 150 in, in all of 2021. The whole year. Okay. The whole year. So many more funds, but for the same amount. So what's going to happen in 2023? Is it up or down for 20, from 2022 to 2023? Yeah. I see no reason why it wouldn't be up. There's still a lot of money. Okay. You want to, I don't know. You don't even need to expand. I mean, it's, you think it's going to be up slightly up massively. I think it'll be up slightly. I think that the trend will, because this is a Q3 numbers, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that Q4, it's going to fall off a cliff. I think it's going to continue to accelerate through the end of the year. I'm going to go, I'm just going to go with flat. I'm going to go with flat, you know, flat to down uh, is what I would say. Flat to moderately down is my prediction because I do think a lot of LPs are going to want to get some money back. And so they might just, you know, some of them might just pause. Um, And then I think a lot of the VC funds, like you see, there's 1100 new ones in 2021, 593 so far this year. I think there's going to be a lot of funds that are unable to raise and they become 
you know, just like some companies become zombie companies will be zombie funds. They don't have money to deploy, but they have a portfolio to manage. Mm -hmm. And so they have to just stick around managing the portfolio, but they lay off all their staff. And maybe one person takes the management fees and just shepherds those companies. And then yeah. who knows if they are able to in 2023 to raise a fund. So we did see that happen in other in other busts. Where you have VC and firms. I should probably, I should probably clarify the differentiation. I think the amount of money will mm -hmm. continue to flow into VC, but into fewer funds. I 100% okay, think that everybody hung out a shingle in the last six or seven years and was like, I'm a VC now and I'm a fund. And I think mm. that could get ugly for sure. But mm. I don't, I don't see the money into this asset class mm. reducing. That will be the trend. I think but we'll yeah. see of those hundreds of VC funds that were raised in 2020 and 2021. They, they deployed in the peak market. They mm -hmm. return nothing to investors. They are DQ'd, disqualified from raising in 2023. If you didn't return during the peak market, you know, people are gonna be like, well, when would you return if you didn't return during the peak market? Okay, over-unders, here we go. Yeah. $194 million in total seed deals uh, through Q3 in 2023. So that was 20. Uh, and that was exactly 2022's number. number. So do you, in, in other words, in the first three quarters, will we see more or less deployed in 2023 in seed deal yeah more or less less I have a strong feeling on this i say less yeah i say it would be less now for two reasons one there might be less companies to uh, deploy it in um and people might be raising smaller amounts at smaller valuations so they'll be more capital efficient instead of right. hiring 50 people they'll hire 25 you know to do the same right and yeah. they'll just be more the age of excess given to the age of austerity and efficiency and okay. well, and VCs will be and are, at least judging from our conversations, more discerning. You got to yes. be stronger if you want to raise in this environment because we don't want to see you die. Yeah. 3,900 total C deals uh, through Q3 2023. In other words, for the first three, which is the same as last year. So will last year's, for the first three quarters, will it be more or less C deals? I say it will be less C deals because there'll be less entrepreneurs. Yeah, totally. Less people for the same the reason plunge. it would be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, the average, and by the way, it's fewer, fewer. Thank you. Fewer. I'm the worst. Ten, that's right. All right. 10. And so then now we have yeah, amounts is the average seed deal valuation uh, this year. What do we think the average seed deal valuation in 2023 will be up down? Yeah, I mean, obviously down. Yeah, I feel like I the bigger question is how far down? Like, do we go all like the way it'll down be to like, like nine six, or something? Seven? Yeah, nine. I think it'll go down like 10%. Yeah. I think it's when you're at these seed deals, it's like we're putting in 2 million, we're putting in a million for 10%, for 15%. Mm -hmm. It's it, it all comes out in the wash. Uh, so it, you if, if you love the company at 8, 9, 10, or 11, it probably doesn't make a difference. You don't need to have too much discipline there. You love the company, you're getting yeah. in for 8 to 12 uh, million dollar valuation. I Most VCs are not going to care. I got another spicy take related to this. Another hot take. Go ahead. I think uh, atoms are going to be more in. Oh, okay. Real because, world of stuff. because of saturation, I think you'll start to ah. see a little bit of a return to real world stuff. Okay, great. What startup will make the biggest impact in 2023? Whew. We talked about last year, Be Real, Andrel, TikTok. Yeah. What do you think 2023s will be? I mean, obviously, you, got it. you cannot go into 2023 without talking about open AI. Sure. But I would not take my eyes off of um, some of these big, interesting energy related mm. startups. Like I wouldn't take my eyes off Commonwealth Fusion. 
considering okay. the breakthrough that was just announced on the government side yeah. with Fusion. Or even like an Arcadia, which is, you know, like a unicorn that's kind of revolutionizing energy use. Hmm. I think somebody who figures that out, especially given the like huge challenges with the grid during the bomb cyclone storm in Hmm. December there, I think energy is going to be a hot topic and that there will be a really impactful startup in that space. Okay. Energy sounds like a good one. I'm going to, um, yeah, this is a hard one. Um, It's easy to say. Uh, you know, AI, you know, open AI, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think robotics could be um, general robotics combined with AI. And so I'm going to go with Tesla's robot. Mm. They showed it. I was at the developer day when they showed it. Um, yeah. Their AI day, rather. And, you know, people were like, okay, you know, Boston Dynamics, more impressive. Okay, but you're doing it. I just think the fact that they are going to have these ro- general interest Tesla robots at the factories doing real work, mm. that uh, what they've learned from self-driving is very analogous to walking around, <laughs> you know, m- avoiding obstacles, all that stuff <laughs> right. they're putting in self-driving cars. It's the same and easier for, you know, the optimists or whatever they're calling, um, whatever Elon's calling it. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm going to take a wild card there. I, like I think that, that the Tesla bot is going to be the one that could have the biggest impact. In other words, it starts working in the factory, people see it doing stuff, and then people start ordering them and people start their own, like, why wouldn't Amazon then create a competing one? Because they already have the floor robots. So yeah. a standing robot is the next thing. And then we might be seeing in the coming years, your delivery packages, you know, getting off a truck, it might be, you know, you have a driver for the truck. And then you've got in the back of the truck, a general interest robot carrying stuff off the back of the truck and handing it to a human or handing it to you at your front door. Jesus. I mean, that's, if that comes by 23, that's going to be bananas. No, I like that. I think that's a, that's be, a flyer and I'm into it. I, I think it'll have when I so this was phrased as biggest impact. I think we'll see like an yeah. example of it, just like Cafe X shows you an example of it. Then people are going right. to see an example of it and it's going to inspire a wave of innovation, just like Chad GPT is inspiring a wave of innovation. So that's how I'm interpreting the question, biggest impact in 2023. Super fun. Overrated hot new vertical, Molly. For 2023, we would agree things like 15-minute delivery and um, We're the uh, the ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably not big ones. I have a, uh, what do you think would be overrated? Overrated. I mean, ironically, it could also be fusion. (laughs) Right. Fusion could either be the most impactful or the most overrated. Like I like that. I like it's that. one or the other, right? It's going to be one or the other, the most or the least. But I, despite everything we have said about AI, I think there's going to be like, I, you know, in my first year as a climate investor, I felt like I was fighting with crypto all the time. Mm-hmm. I think in my second year as a climate investor, I'm going to feel like I'm fighting with AI and generative AI all the time. And I think that despite it being amazing and a game changer, mm. that once AI hits the real world, it's going to have the same problems like chat GPT connected to the internet is going to have the same problems that have stopped Google from releasing it so far. So I actually think that's going to mm. probably be pretty overhyped because you can get 80% of the way there, but the last 20% is just like, just like um, autonomous driving. Mm. The last 20% is what kills you. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my overhyped is going to be AR because Apple Ooh, release one. the goggles. Yeah. People will not have use cases for it. So very similar to like when the iPad came out or the watch or 15 minute delivery or, you know, DAOs or some crypto project, everybody's going to be very hyped about AR, but they're not going to use it yet. It's going to be yeah. too early. It's going to be too expensive. 
And so the hype cycle will be very similar to the VR one where if you remember, people were buying PCs and hooking up 20 different Oculus devices. And it's just going to be like people are going to lose their minds. And then it will go through that little trough of despair while people try to figure out what applications mm-hmm. and why they should buy this $2,500 device or $1,500 device. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great one. It, it, it will go through a little overhypeness and they probably won't be available in some large way is the other probable, probable thing. There might be right. a waiting list for them. Well, so there won't like be very much software. It'll just be like 8K TVs or something. Remember, like, remember whenever it doesn't have 3D TVs? Yeah. And it was like, my you son know watched the Harold and Kumar like 3D Christmas movie it the sucks. other day. To watch 3D without 3D is hilarious. Oh, okay. Talk about wow. an artifact, hmm. like a moment in time. Yes. When everybody thought there were going to be 3D TVs at your house. And so now I you can stream movies it. on Netflix that have this like BS. I mean, I never thought so. Everybody I, was like, no, you're not going to do that at home. I think AR is going to yeah. fall into the same category. Will Love fun it. racing landscape be better or worse this time next year? Better or worse this time next year? So they were saying, you know, our producers oh, here in terms year. of predictions, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of next year will be better or worse than this time. Hmm. And what is so what is better or worse for founders for founders founders. so let's ask this two different ways Mm -hmm. overall 2023 versus 2022 will 2023 be harder overall when compared to 2022 or easier 2022 has been pretty hard yeah obviously yeah so then do you think it'll be harder or easier i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be harder I mean, there's, a, there's just a, yeah, like, first of all, there's the actual reality of it being harder. Mm-hmm. And then there's the group thing part of it. Like the, mm-hmm. everyone is like, it's harder. So it mm-hmm. will be harder. Okay. Over unders <laughs> launch investments. Oh, that's for us. Ouch. Uh, of a hundred. I'm going to go under slender hundred. It's, this is such a good line because it is a good line. Card is founder university and you know, the accelerator. So being able to keep scaling those. Yeah. So that could be, I mean, well, oh, we're including follow-ons and we include follow-ons. I say over. Yeah. I'll go with over if it's included okay. follow-ons. Um, new impactful. You want to take a guess there? I, I trust your boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Over. It's kind of like bias. Sounds great. Oh, I don't know what what? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to go against the boss. I think you're going to underperform, Jake. Like, your leadership <laughs> of this organization sucks. I mean, uh, new. You're the, if you decide to stop at 99, then yes. <laughs> A new impactful social media apps that jump on the scene. Okay, how many B reels will there be next mm-hmm. year? They set the over under at three. Or breakout B reels, even breakout as breakout as B reel or paparazzi. I say under. I think there's always one or two of these. I don't think there's three. I can't name three from the last year. Mm-mm. I can really, yeah, no. And paparazzi barely made mm. a dent. That's only mm. in our little world. Yeah, I think that I think interest in social media is going to as a as a thing that you want to launch is really going to wane because there's so much regulation. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be ongoing talk of privacy. There's like Twitter backlash. There's just mm-hmm. this there's also this like growing realization that social media is kind of net negative. Mm. So even trying to start one that's like better mm. I think is unlikely. I actually think you're going to see an exodus from that space. Like I think people are going to be like, "No, content management not for me. I'm out." Okay, here we go. They want us to do the big five tech companies, Amazon, Apple, Google, Meta, Microsoft only for these. Which one of these will perform best by stock price and which one will be worst? Okay. All right. Which will be best? Uh, Amazon, Apple, Google, Meta, Microsoft as measured by stock price appreciation. See, this is tricky because 
I have the one I think is going to do the best, but it might not be the best by stock prices appreciation. Okay, explain. Okay, so I think Microsoft is going to be the best performer Mm -hmm. of 2023. I just think they are doing everything right. However, Mm -hmm. I don't think their stock has lost as much ground as Meta. Right. And I think Meta, as we discussed, is poised for a bounce. Okay. So it's going to be very irritating to me (laughs) that actually Meta is probably going to pull it out here. Okay. Yeah, I was going to go with Meta as well. I said it earlier. I think that they're going to take the medicine. I don't think Zuck likes losing. So I think he's going to take the medicine. Which big tech stock will perform the worst in 2022 out of this group by stock appreciation? Gosh, I think it's going to be Google. I think the ad headwinds are going to be brutal and it's an ad-based business. So I got to go Google. But I might I think Apple might have a hard time too. But people love Apple. It's a darling. People and it's love Apple. Beat up yeah. recently. So I'm going to go Google. I think Google's going to have a hard time with the chat GPT sentiment and advertising being off. So right. I'm going to go Amazon. Go Amazon. Okay. Why? Mm-hmm. Consumer getting weak. Cloud the computing consumers getting cut. Get weak. There's a little more. I think cloud spending might get cut. I think if a, I mean, AWS is it. Like, interestingly, it's a non-diversified company mm. right now. And you know how I feel about the amount of money that they're spending into content, which is a black hole. And I think they haven't learned that tough lesson yet. Which consumer startup will perform best in 2022 measured by stock price appreciation, Airbnb, Airbnb, Uber, Spotify, or other? Airbnb, I think, has been fully priced. I think they did so good that they got fully priced. I think Spotify mm-hmm. is a really tough business because they give so much money to the music. So I'd go with Uber. I'm talking yeah. my book in a major way here, but I think Uber is going to do a significant riff. Uh, they mm. said they weren't going to do a riff. I think they're going to be forced to. And I think when they do, and they'll be clearly in the Airbnb money printing, whereas they're yeah. free cash flow now, but kind of like, are they still people debating? Are they actually profitable? Are they profitable enough? I think they're just going to rip the bandaid off, riff 15, 20% of the company, cut some more costs, whether it's stock-based compensation, whatever, and just immediately get to profitability and then start being perceived like Airbnb as a $100 billion company as opposed to a $50 billion company, get back to being a $60, $70 share as opposed to a $25 share. So I'm going, Uber, what do you got? This isn't even my book, and I think this is a no-brainer. And I don't think you can even... We you we have not priced in the fact that like a lot of people are still not traveling and they will be soon. Oh, that's true. A friend true, of mine yeah. actually who lives in the Netherlands uh, just posted on Instagram. She's like, I will be starting to travel again in 2023. This is going to be the year that I think a lot of people who are on the fence, a lot of conferences that were still hybrid, right? You're still seeing a lot of virtual conferences like travel, business travel is only going to increase in 2023. And that is all good news for Uber. So I think you start to see, you know, they've gotten to the point where it was like parody now with the rides and the deliveries. And then I think you will start to see in 23 rides shoot up. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Big year for Uber. Big year for Uber. Okay. I own like uh, 50 shares too. So I'm freaking stoked. Is Zuckerberg still Meta CEO at the end of 2023? I say yes. I say no. Before too, there's a possibility of no, but yeah, I go it's, yes. Look, it's crazy talk. I predicted the same thing sure. like five years ago. One year, just like on a random, like on a flyer, I was like, he's going he's gonna to be out. This could be the year. If they okay. don't continue to take the medicine and they don't make metaverse cuts, like I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure. And frankly, I don't think he wants to do it. He doesn't want to do the Facebook stuff anymore. Okay, let's it. go right to IPOs. Okay. Over under 177. Number of IPOs past four years. 2019, 232. 2020, 480. 2021, 1035. 2022, 177. So they're saying, basically, will there be more IPOs next year than this year? 
That's a great well, we one. talked about uh, on the Tuesday show mm-hmm. direct last listings. week. We talked last week about direct listings. That could juice this number a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think so under 22, which was like in the tank. Yes. I think it's going to be over 2022, but not much over because I think yeah. it's still going to be like a pretty flat year on the stock market. Yeah. Okay. There it is. When VR is set to replace the iPhone. I think never. I still think never. I think we will get implants. Here's my hottest mm. take Ugh. on VR. We'll get implants, AR mm. implants before we get, before ah, VR replaces the iPhone. Oh, like there will be some sort of ambient computing solution that we still have not figured out yet. Sounds good. But nobody's wearing glasses everywhere. No. Yeah, I just think the glasses, no. you look like a dork in lesser sunglasses. I have the Bose sound, you know, sunglasses, which I love because when I'm with the kids or something and mm-hmm. they're playing in the park, I could listen to a podcast on the sunglasses and hear right. it. Other people can't hear it and I can have a conversation with people and I can lower it with my finger. These Bose sunglasses are dope. I mean, AR will. In five years, AR will have replaced the iPhone. Yeah. So VR, that's what I know. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm a hard no on VR. I'm a hard yes on AR, but I'm a mm-hmm. hard yes like AR 10 years from now. I don't know when they become sunglass light. Is that five years from now or 10? Like I'm not, not that sure. hard. Like, I think that we're in not that hard. cell phone mode. What do you We think? are, but I don't think it's that. I don't, there's, there like, Meta just, Facebook did those glasses that have a camera. I don't think we're that far away mm-hmm. from being able to miniaturize. I think yeah. it's the software and the experience that's still the hard part. I would go five. I think in five years, nerds yeah. like us will be wearing glasses instead of looking at our phones and our neck pain will be gone and it will be amazing. Let me please have this immediately. Yeah. Uh, okay. There you have it, folks. Uh, that is our predictions for the year. And we will see you tomorrow with just regular news. We're back exactly. to the grind. We can guarantee you one thing. We'll still be here rocking it, having an awesome 2023. Uh, yeah, what? we're going to fight. We're going to fight through this Cheers. recession. We'll be here. Great time to start a company. Great time to invest great in time. companies. The bottom of the market is where the fortunes are made, in my experience. Your mileage may vary, but I believe fortunes are made in the down market and they're collected in the up market. Welcome to the down market, Molly. Uh, now you're starting the race at mile number one, right? Let's, Let's get, get to, to the beginning of the marathon. It's awesome. So congratulations. It's a new year. Right. Let's get to work. Let's, Let's go. Let's do the work. Bye-bye.